0: Hello, everybody. This is Rich Sports Talk, broadcasting on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spreaker, and available for download on iTunes and iTunes Podcast. Remember to like and subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest content. Got a lot of great stuff for you on the show today. And also, you can reach out to us on Twitter at the handle Rich Sports Talk if you'd like to tweet at me and send me some topic ideas that you'd like me to discuss on the show. would love to hear from you, the fans. We're going to start off with the NFL, of course, getting into the back end of the season. And this could very well be the Super Bowl preview and the big storyline this week coming from Mexico City. And, of course, we'll dive into the Le'Veon Bell situation. But we're going to start with the NFL making the right decision, moving the international game from Mexico City to Los Angeles after the field was not ready. This was the right decision, especially after it was reported by multiple reporters, especially high-end like Adam Schefter, that Members of each team including prominent members said they would not play on that surface and you can see the picture that we've posted on some of our podcasts that are available where we can post the picture we have it as our header for this story this field was in terrible condition and part of it too was this new hybrid grass that they've put in because of the altitude because of the heat in Mexico City and what's happened is they've had a lot of rain and a concert recently That's really torn up the field. And even though they tried to put the right side down, and new side down, it wasn't going to hold for the Monday night football game. So the NFL making the decision to move the game to Los Angeles. And while this won't be a huge financial blow, it definitely hurts the NFL. And trust me, if the NFL would have the game there, they would have the game there because of the way they are trying to grow this brand internationally and because of what the Mexico City game means. But this was the right decision. Because this was a prominent matchup with two of the best teams, and this could be the preview for the upcoming Super Bowl. The NFL knows the value of their great teams. They understand that these two teams have a great shot making the Super Bowl, and if not, they have a great chance to be in the championship games of each respective conference. Could you imagine the backlash? that if the NFL forced these teams to play on that field, that would not be ready. If Todd Gurley, if Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff, Aaron Donald, Travis Kelsey, any of these prominent players went down with a severe injury because of the field conditions, that would have created such backlash in this league, Especially in a time and age where we are looking to protect players' health. The NFL is doing things now to try to protect players' health. It's different. The game has changed where the commissioner's office and the players' association is doing things to ensure the health of their players. They want these guys on the field. They want them on the field because monetary reasons. They want these teams to be good. Good teams means that people will buy in and watch on television. And also from the fantasy aspect. Fantasy sports, I don't care what people will tell you, is a huge part of the NFL success. And if a couple of these prominent players who are popular fantasy players went down this week, you don't think the fans would have been like, oh, come on. You've got to be kidding me. That field there was terrible. And I lost Todd Gurley. I lost Patrick Mahomes because the NFL wanted to play through this game. The NFL made the right decision. I understand Mexico City is not happy about this decision, but it's also a little bit of common sense. You knew the NFL was coming. You knew that they were going to be playing there, yet you scheduled a concert close to when the NFL was coming for their one game at the stadium. And I understand that they want to bring in revenue at that stadium and that they're trying to make money as well, like the NFL. They're both separate businesses, but that's the one event the NFL is coming for, and the field is an absolute disaster. Now, this will be an interesting game because now it goes back to the L.A. Coliseum. And this actually will be exciting for local fans because if you think about it, this will be the first Monday night game in Los Angeles and at the Coliseum since 1985. So I think that's going to be... Really exciting to see that Monday night game in Los Angeles at the Coliseum. I am i know everyone I, I know is going to be tuning in, including myself. It's going to be a fantastic game. And like I said, it's a possible Super Bowl preview. But uh, I think the NFL, once again, made the right decision protecting the health of their players. I mean, this is completely different. And the playing surface is important. We've seen the NFL, by the preseason, cancel games. We saw them do that in... In the hard Knocks episode I believe it was 2000 or 2001 I know Ryan Billick was the coach but they'd installed a new Astroturf at Veterans Stadium and they had problems with the seams that it just players would could have broken their ankles and Billick and the league decided that they weren't going to play that preseason game because of the field conditions. So I do think the NFL, like you've looked over the last 10, 15 years, I still remember a time when the league played on AstroTurf, which was let's just put a carpet over asphalt and let guys play tackle football. So the league is doing everything it can, including the the helmet hits, uh, limiting the kickoffs. They're trying to keep these players on the field and keep them healthy because they don't want major injuries. And I think the NFL completely did the right thing. I know people in Mexico City aren't happy. And I know that there was some animosity toward – them getting this game and look on paper it was a great game and a lot I I know a lot of people were like great why are we sending this great game to Mexico City part of it though too is when you get the schedule at the beginning of the season on paper this seemed like a good game but we didn't we had no idea that Patrick Mahomes would be an MVP candidate and Jared Goff would be an MVP candidate I think we felt that the Rams were going to be a very good team I mean, they are both these teams are historically great in terms of their offenses. No one could have predicted that. So I think you have to take that with a little bit of salt. And look, the NFL is trying to grow their brand, they're trying to grow it internationally. And I think you look at what they've been able to bring in from the London games and now from the Mexico City games in the past, they're going to keep doing this. This isn't going to stop. But I do think that the NFL now has at least set a precedent that, look, We are coming to your country and to your stadium. If your stadium field is not up to par, we're not going to play on it. And I think this was a good decision by the NFL for the health of their players. And it also creates a great Monday night atmosphere in the L.A. Coliseum that I cannot wait to see. And what could be, I know I've said this before, the Super Bowl preview. Now, for those of you who listen to the podcast know that last week I talked extensively about Le'Veon Bell. And, of course, the news this week is that he will sit out the remainder of the season, forfeiting over $14 million to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. Now, I'm one of those people I will always support the players, especially in the National Football League, because this is a very difficult Sport to play, and in terms of money and career status, you look at the NBA and the ma- and Major League Baseball, their contracts are guaranteed. So, if you're hurt, eh, you know, I, I, I'm going to sit out for a little bit. But in the NFL, these contracts only the signing bonus is guaranteed, which makes guys expendable, and your careers are a lot shorter. I mean, you look at NBA, you look at MLB, there are guys they can play 15 20 years easily. In the NFL, it's hard to get eight years out of this league. The average career is just over three and a half years. Three and a half years. So I always say when you're in the NFL, whenever you can take the money, get it. And I understand Le'Veon Bell did not want to take this, the franchise tag because he wanted longer-term contract, and I completely get why. I understand why he wants that protection because he's saying, look, I play in a physical position. I've taken all these touches in my career, and I've really helped this offense. And you're telling me that I'm not worth the long-term extension, even though you gave Antonio Brown a long-term extension, even though you gave Big Ben an extension. You didn't give me the long-term extension, and you view me as dispensable. And the sad part is he is because he's a running back. We've seen James Conner. He's top five in the NFL in rushing this year. The Steelers do not miss Le'Veon Bell. And I think that in the long term, even though I think he would be a great impact player on that team and he's still a better running back than James Conner, they don't miss him because they have a franchise quarterback and a lot of weapons around him. So now the big question to me, though, the way this will be worth it will be what we see in free agency. Will a team give Le'Veon Bell the contract he feels he deserves? And I do think he will get paid but I do think it will be interesting to see how general managers value the contract. I think you're going to see a contract where probably the first two years could be fully guaranteed, but after that, I don't think they're going to give him a long-term contract with guarantees for the long term, simply because, look, this guy hasn't played football in a year, and I understand he could still be in great shape, and I understand that, you know, You can look at it as a situation where, well, he didn't take hits on his body, so he'll be fresh. But there's going to be that question of what shape is he going to be coming in. Another strike against him will be the drug suspensions that he's had. And if he gets another one. And then the third strike really working against Le'Veon Bell is, is his heart really into football? Because we saw that tweet that he had a couple years ago, which basically just was, you know, it, you have to play this game for the love of the game and not a paycheck. And, well, now it it's irony now. But for Le'Veon Bell, I just think that he deserves to get paid. But general managers are not going to back up the brake trucks in terms of a long-term deal. They might give him a lot of money up front, but after two years, Mike, they're going to make a contract where they can get out from Le'Veon Bell because they want to get out before he turns 30. And look, I, I still think Le'Veon Bell, if he comes back next year, could be a top three running back in this league. He's got immense value in terms of what he can do, not only out of the backfield, but as a wide receiver. You, you can put him in the slot. He's a very versatile player. I think a team like the Indianapolis Colts, who would love to get a weapon for Andrew Luck. The Jets who would love to give a weapon to Andrew. Uh, Sam Darnold, and give him a guy to lean on for 20, 25 touches a game and take a lot of pressure off him in the offense. There's a lot of places I think Le'Veon Bell could go, but I will be interested to see the contract and how much guaranteed money he's going to get. Because if it's a situation where he gets 20, 25 million guaranteed, sitting out for the 14 million this year will look like it hurts him financially. And going being a business major as an undergraduate student you know I always went to financial classes and I always remember what my finance teacher taught me in terms of investment he always told me that the most important thing about money is it has more value now than it does in the future because of depreciation he says if you have the money now it's better to take that money you have now and invest it And do something with it. Because if you just hold on to that money, it's going to depreciate. And it's the same thing in the NFL. If you don't take that value, it's going to depreciate. And I think Le'Veon Bell's value has greatly depreciated this offseason. I still think he's going to get paid in the offseason. But I don't think he's going to get the contract he feel he deserves at the end of it. And I think he's going to be a little bit disappointed. Because general managers are going to go to him and his agent and say... Well, you know how how bad do you want it? Because you s- sat out the whole year last year, and uh, What about the drug issues you've had and the suspensions? And you know, if we give you a contract in two years, if you're not happy, are you gonna hold out on us? Because we don't want to go through that. So there's going to be a lot of strikes against Le'Veon Bell in the negotiation room. It's not like Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley has not been hurt in the NFL. He's been a consummate pro. He's shown up, and he has delivered. And you can make the case he's the MVP this year. So for people saying, well, he deserves the same amount of money as Todd Gurley, and on paper, if you look at just the stats, sure, he does. But you have to also look at the entire package. And there's a lot of strikes against Le'Veon Bell. And I love Le'Veon Bell as a player. I love watching him, and I really missed watching him this year. I love watching the way he runs. He's really established a style that we're seeing other running backs do now, which is waiting behind the line of scrimmage, patiently waiting for the hole, so then attacking the hole. And we see a lot of new running backs coming to the league doing that style, but he's still the best I've seen do it. And we've also haven't seen a back that maybe outside Gurley, and Gurley's been great in the passing game, but. Le'Veon Bell could be a slot receiver if he wasn't a running back. He's got that explosiveness. He's got that twitch. He runs great routes, great hands. So it's really sad that he wasn't in the NFL this year because it's one of those great players that you want to see on the field. He's one of those transcendent running backs that you only get one a handful of them every few years, and he's one of them, and you want to see him on the field. But for the Steelers, I think that they made the best decision. I just think it's time... For divorce and you can see the writing on the wall in some relationships and both partners had tried to make it work but in the end sometimes you just need a change of scenery and for the Steelers and for Le'Veon Bell we're at that point right now he's going to be a free agent we'll be interested to see where he goes we'll of course be talking about that we'll be projecting where he wants to go but it should definitely be interesting and I Think it will be exciting for at least the NFL free agency. I think the NFL will love having a prize free agent running back in the prime of his career in terms of talking in the free agency and the buzz that's gonna create. But I think both both parties are gonna ultimately get what they want. I don't think Le'Veon's gonna get the money he expects, but I still think he's gonna get a good contract. And for the Steelers, they're going to get James Conner. They're going to get a running back who isn't as versatile and probably not as high-end as Le'Veon Bell, but he's a very good running back. He fits that town, blue-collar, tough kid, can run in between the tackles. And they also have a great wide receiver in Juju Smith-Schuster. They have weapons. They look at their offensive production. They're not really missing Le'Veon Bell, and they're looking at this situation saying, hey, we got a running back for dirt cheap who's workable for us. We're going to have to probably break the bank in a couple years for Juju Smith-Schuster. And we're going to have to be looking for a quarterback eventually. But for this moment, for the next two years, for the Steelers, for this window that we have, losing Le'Veon Bell and not having to pay him $15, $20 million a year, we can go out on free agency, maybe get an edge rusher, go and shore up our defense, get a cornerback in the free agency if we don't make it to the Super Bowl this year. There's a lot of things they can do with that money. And they also have a dirt-cheap running back right now. They have one of the most explosive receivers in the game, dirt-cheap, on a rookie deal right now. So the Steelers have some money they can fiddle with. I know that they have the contracts for, of course, Big Ben. They have the big contract for Antonio Brown. But they have Watt on a rookie deal. They have Juju Smith-Schuster on a rookie deal. They have James Conner on a rookie deal. So they have a couple of good, young players that are cheap, and that's what you need to win right now. So both parties, I think, are going to get what they wanted. It's disappointing, I think, for NFL fans not to see Le'Veon Bell get it, and ultimately, I do think he will get a big contract, but at the end of the day, I think he's going to be disappointed, and will ultimately, even though I don't think he will ever say it publicly, I think he will ultimately regret not taking the $14 million this year, because there's only so many chances you can get to make money. Although Le'Veon Bell is playing a game that we're seeing a lot of athletes in the NFL play. I mean, I'm a Jets fan. We've seen Darrell Rivas do this. And to his credit, Darrell Revis made over $100 million in his career. Uh, could he have played longer a little bit? Maybe if he took some pay cuts along the way. That's a possibility. But I think at the end of the day, Darrell Revis, when we look back at his career, a Hall of Fame career, won a Super Bowl. And he made over $130 million with multiple contracts from the Buccaneers, the Jets, and the Patriots. So Le'Veon Bell, I think, is working for that. I do think he's going to get paid this offseason. I'm very interested to see what team will break the bank. Could a team like the Jets are going to have $100 million cap just blow a lot of money at him? But only, I think the caveat will be the guaranteed money. That's going to be the big talking point and sticking point. And I think you'll see teams maybe even fully guaranteed in the first two years, but they're going to make a clause where they can get out of that contract in case Le'Veon Bell they fear is going to either hold out or start to decline when he gets around to that age of 30. But that's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Remember to like and subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest content. We're going to be continuing to talk about the NFL, especially after this weekend. We're going to do some fun topics heading into Thanksgiving next week. A lot of great games on the table. But remember to tweet at us, at Rich Sports Talk. You can get in touch with us on Facebook, Rich Sports Talk, if you would like to talk to us or have any topics that you'd like for the show. But once again, uh, you can follow us on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spreaker, and download us and listen to us on iTunes Podcast. But once again, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Nolan Rich from Rich Sports Talk.